Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast series, Immersa, People and Passion, sponsored by the ATTC Network. I'm your host, Doreen Bader, the Executive Director of Immersa. This week, we'll be hearing about initiating medications for opioid use disorder. There's an app for that? Our subject matter experts on this topic are Dr. Andrew Caputo and Annie Potter, moderated by Dr. Elizabeth Oliva. Andrea Caputo is a nurse practitioner and clinical nurse educator for the OVAT TTA program at Boston Medical Center with expertise in women's health, individuals experiencing homelessness, and chronic disease management. She is committed to serving vulnerable population and works per diem at Boston Healthcare for the Homeless Program. Andrea has also conducted international healthcare work in Haiti. She's a term lecturer and preceptor for nurse practitioner students at the MGH Institute of Health Professions. Andrea received her Master's of Science in Nursing in 2011 and her Doctorate of Nursing Practice in 2018, both from the MGH IHP. She is board certified in addictions nursing through the Addictions Nursing Certification Board. Annie Potter is a nurse practitioner and clinical nurse educator for the OVAT TTA program at Boston Medical Center. Annie educates and supports healthcare providers on best practices in the treatment of substance use disorders and serves as medical director for BMC's Massachusetts OBAT ECHO. She is board certified in addictions and holds specialty certifications for the treatment of HIV and Hep C. Annie earned her master's in nursing and public health from the Johns Hopkins School of Nursing and Bloomberg School of Public Health. Elizabeth Oliva received her PhD in Developmental Psychopathology and Clinical Science from the University of Minnesota, where her graduate work examined the etiology of substance use from adolescence to early adulthood. She completed her pre-doctoral clinical psychology internship at UCSD VA San Diego and is currently the VA National Opioid Overdose Education and Naloxone Distribution Coordinator. Dr. Oliva also conducts research on VA OEND implementation as an investigator at the VA Center for Innovation to implementation at the VA Palo Alto Healthcare System. She is a senior evaluated for the VA Program Evaluation and Resource Center and supports implementation of VA's stratification tool for opioid risk mitigation. So I'm thrilled to be speaking with you today about an exciting new free app that I hope will transform care for patients with OUD. This app will provide critical information in the palm of providers' hands to guide them through the process of initiating medications for OUD, MOUD. Today, we'll be speaking with the team who helped develop the app and learn more about what you can do to download it and really improve care for patients with OUD. Thanks, Elizabeth. So our team at Boston Medical Center recognized a need to offer quick access to evidence-based guidance on medications for OUD or MOUD in two specific areas. The first is initiating buprenorphine and naltrexone in the office-based setting. The other pathway that we talk about in the app is pain management strategies for patients who are already prescribed to buprenorphine or naltrexone. We also provide additional information and resources for patients who are taking methadone maintenance treatment as well. Great. And so 
what led you to develop this app? This is, um, I'm, this is Annie Potter. Um, we developed this app as we saw that both of us as waivered prescribers, and now we um, also provide waiver training for other prescribers, that there is um, a, some need of translation of some of the clinical training into actual day-to-day practice when treating patients. And we know of all the eligible licensed providers with prescriptive authority to obtain a waiver. Less than 4% actually obtain a waiver and less, um, of, even less of those that are um, waivered prescribe. And so we're really trying to bridge the gap of people who are able to give medications that are life-saving to those who actually need it and giving some clinical guidance through workflows to help make that process a bit easier in trying to uh, muddle through a lot of the different practice recommendations that are out there so that you are able to translate that quickly into real-time practice. So useful. So this is going to be such an important tool for for providers out there. So one of the things um, that I was hoping Andrea might be able to uh, tell us is just how long did it take you to develop this app? It sounds like you really put a lot of thought and effort into it. We had a team of addiction experts build on our clinical workflows, which went through many drafts and versions with changing practice, given the challenges of buprenorphine initiation on those specifically using illicitly manufactured fentanyl. So this took about six months from when we identified a clinical app developer to actually launching the end product in the Apple and Google Play stores. We also went through over 30 iterations of the actual build of the application. And the app developer that we collaborated with had experience in building a wide range of medical applications. So their input was really invaluable to us during this process. We also did beta testing with clinicians, both those working directly in the addiction field, as well as those who are newer to the addiction field, so that we could get as much feedback as possible before we launched. Wow, I'm still (laughs) just floored with six months, 30 iterations. That's so much work that you guys put into this. In your mind, um, I'll check in with Annie on this one. In, the, in your ideal world, how would this app be used? This app would be used by all healthcare professionals along the spectrum of addiction care. It could be used um, primarily it, by prescribers to help um, with guidance in areas that we saw um, as technical trainers the most questions, and that would be how to initiate treatment, namely buprenorphine and naltrexone, and also how to manage acute and chronic pain for those who are already on medication for opioid use disorder treatment. We also see this being used by um, other healthcare professionals working in the field of addiction to gain better understanding of medications and the process um, of starting medication or managing um, acute or chronic pain pain, and also helping, of course, to advocate for patients um, to seek treatment that would best suit their needs. Great. That's pretty remarkable. In terms of the initial response, what has that been to the app? I know it sounds like you put a lot of time 
into building it and a lot of beta testing. And I'm, uh, I know it was recently released. So just wondering what some of the initial response has been. And Andrea or Annie, feel free to take that question. Sure, um, I'll take that. Um, so that's a great question. Thanks for asking, Elizabeth. So we launched in February of 2021. And since February, every week, we've been um, kind of keeping track on the num number of downloads, um, unique visits to the website, the page views, and our ratings, which we know is very important. And so I'm happy to report that by the end of this week, which um, today is April the 23rd, um, in the iTunes store, we've had about 1,200 downloads with 13 five-star ratings. In the Android marketplace, we've had 250 downloads total with um, uh, four-star ratings of, of four of those. And then um, 519 total visits to the website um, that is linked from um, our Boston Medical Center's um, website, which is www.bmcobat.org. Oh, I love that you mentioned that because one of the things I loved about the app is how you integrated all these helpful websites to really support care for patients being considered for medications for OUD. Um, how did you guys choose what you were gonna put uh, in, in terms of uh, those linkages and those resources? So we know that there's such a plethora of resources that are out there. We really kind of whittled it down to um, some of the major ones that we've um, worked with, including ASAM and linking to their national practice guidelines, which we um, looked at in, in, um, to help draft our uh, guidelines. Um, the CDC, of course, SAMHSA, um, a close collaboration with PCSS, also linking to scope of pain. Um, I'm sure I'm also forgetting some of our other key partners. Andrea, I don't know if you have any that I've forgotten. We also included resources from the California Bridge Program as well. Wonderful. And one of the things I wanted um, Andrea to weigh in on is that pain management piece. I feel that it's a really interesting piece that you pulled into this app. Was that a challenge to incorporate? We knew off the bat that we wanted to include some guidance on pain management because of how common we see this in our population of patients who are struggling with opioid use disorders. With our OBAT TTA team at Boston Medical Center, we frequently receive requests for guidance on managing patients who have both an opioid use disorder as well as pain. So this really drove our decision to make sure that we had a robust section on pain management. We also wanted to provide people with the knowledge to be able to confidently manage these conditions simultaneously and to help remove some of the stigma and also the apprehension that's understandable when it comes to working with people with these conditions. It can be a challenging conversation to have with patients about how to optimally manage their acute or chronic pain, as well as how to balance treatment for their opioid use disorder. So we wanted to make sure that we provided resources for our colleagues on this. Wonderful. And I wanted to circle back because 1,200 downloads in just a few months is really remarkable. And the fact that you, you are all practitioners, you're both practitioners. I just was wondering, 
how this impacted your ability to do your regular work. And it sounds like, you know, uh, putting this on top of everything else and any advice you have for folks that may be listening that are maybe thinking about doing similar types of, of apps or work in this space? No, that's a great question. Um, you know, this was developed by a team of providers and we know that addiction treatment can be complex with different levels of care. And we really do hope that this is just one and um, a number of apps to come to kind of um, bridge some of the treatment gaps and knowledge gaps that we know that are out there, especially with our heavily stigmatized patient population that we work with. And so I think for those that are thinking about it, um, for me, what I need to know is that a lot of things that I do in clinical practice um, may seem, that, you know, that everyone is uh, struggling with some of these same challenges and um, helping to know that, you know, we can support other people who um, also want to uh, go into such endeavors. It was really difficult because I know as um, clinicians, we all think of patients holistically. And when you're working with a developer, they think in very um, binary terms, which is fitting for computer programmers. They all work in zeros and ones. And so um, I think uh, teaming up and having a partner that is um, able to help translate what your um, idea is into an application is key. Really, I, um, Andrea and I and the team, I think, struggled with um, binary selection terms because we always think, my patient doesn't fit into any one of these buckets. Um, but if you have a, an, a health, an app developer that has expertise in developing um, health applications, that was really key in finding a great partner. I just would like to echo what Annie has spoken about in terms of working with an app developer who had experience in clinical applications, and they were able to help us translate our clinical knowledge into a mobile application that would be user-friendly for people to use either on their mobile devices, on tablets, as well as on a website if people chose to. So, Andrea, I was really hoping you might be able to circle back and talk a little bit more about California Bridge. You had mentioned that earlier, and it just struck me as a really important opportunity for people to be thinking about settings in which we have not traditionally been offering medications for OUD, that this app might actually be helpful in that respect for giving providers in those settings uh, a tool to help with uh, supporting initiation of medications for OUD. Our hope with this app is that clinicians, not only in ambulatory care settings, but also in settings such as emergency departments or inpatient settings or behavioral health settings are able to utilize our app to better educate themselves as well as our patients to ideally increase the number of patients who have access to medications for OUD. Wonderful. And just out of curiosity, who funded this work? This initiative was made possible with funding from um, the SAMHSA Opioid Response Network, ORN, and the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. Wonderful. And I'm so glad that they funded something that will have national impact, not just within your state. So very exciting. And uh, just in terms of what you hope folks who are listening will walk away with after listening to this podcast, I really wish and I highly encourage anybody listening to download the app. 
uh, it's again available both on um, Android and uh, on iPhones. Um, hoping that the developers can give you more information on how to also download their their app. And I think they gave you their their website earlier. But in general, what do you hope folks um, will walk away with after listening to this podcast, other than downloading your app? We want people to feel empowered and equipped to treat addiction in their practice. And if they're not prescribers, to inform their patients about what their medication options are. Also, if you, I know with Immersa, the, the reach can be for very seasoned addictions providers. If you have other colleagues um, in your practice setting or in the community that need additional support, they can um, download this app to have some of the clinical guidance on evidence-based practices to initiate medication or for pain management for those with opioid use disorder at their fingertips. It also does connect to a, a, another network of providers, um, such as the PCSS Mentoring Program and the National Clinician Consultant Center um, Substance Use Warm Line. And we at BMC are so proud of this app because it was developed by a team of providers who are providing frontline care. And we know that addiction treatment can be complex with different levels of care. And we hope that there will be apps developed in the future to expand upon treatment and access to resources. And, you know, we really want clinicians and other professionals in the addiction field to walk away feeling that they have increased their knowledge on medications for OUD. Wonderful. And so I wonder, what do you guys think in terms of apps for patients in this space, given how you are both providers, do you think that there's anything missing in this space that may be particularly helpful to support patients? Absolutely. Um, I think that there's a lot more patient education that can be developed out of this. Just as a starting point, we did have a version of the NIDA Quick Start that we adapted that is available to be texted from the clinician's phone out of the app to a patient who might be able to receive text messages. And it is done through a third-party patch so that you are not giving away your personal information. And it gives tips on how to do a community initiation of buprenorphine wherever they may be. And we know that during this time of telemedicine, where patients were not in the office to initiate buprenorphine, which was a practice that has been traditionally the setting in which medication was started, that this kind of gives opportunity for anyone to have this patient education at their fingertips. And it's touchless since we're all moving to a touchless society. Currently, it's only available in two languages, English and Spanish. So hopefully, if there's other needs, that there's resources to translate that to other languages. But seeing that there are other layers of different forms of applications that can serve patients, we see different spinoffs of help linking patients to maybe other peer support groups, other harm reduction modalities, or even finding a clinician near them if they're in a different geographic location if they move. Great. And one of the things I really love about the app is the algorithms and the flowcharts. How did you guys come up with those? So we designed the app based around the National Nurse Care Manager Guidelines, and we used evidence-based resources to create these clinical workflows that are really the basis of the app. So the interactive clinical workflows 
walk you through each step of the initiation process for both buprenorphine as well as naltrexone. So when you're in the application, you select the option that is applicable to your patient. So the first screen will ask you if your patient wants to start naltrexone or buprenorphine. So you make your selection and then the next screen will prompt you to select the form of buprenorphine that your patient is interested in. So it will walk you through each step of the process and it will also provide you general guidance on preparation for initiating these medications as well as strategies for the maintenance phases. I do want to add in that there are other clinical tools embedded into the application, including the clinical opiate withdrawal scale, um, the DSM-5 criteria for diagnosing opioid use disorder, and the audit C for identifying alcohol use. That's super helpful. So people don't have to poke around to try to find those as they're meeting with patients. The clinical workflows that our team has developed account for various clinical scenarios that a provider might encounter in their practice. So it gives scenarios for patients who are currently opioid dependent, so they're actively using substances, as well as a pathway for those who are opioid naive. So that could include somebody who has recently been released from incarceration. We also have guidance on management of chronic and acute pain on medications for OUD, as well as some strategies for transitioning from methadone to buprenorphine as well as some information on the newer buprenorphine formulation, long-acting injectable buprenorphine. Wonderful. And I really want to make sure folks get a chance to look this up. So if they're going into the Google or Apple stores, what should they be looking up when they're looking for your app? Our app is called BMC Matt Quick Start. That's BMC M-A-T Quick Start. It is free for download. You can get it in the Google Play Store or in the um, iTunes Store. It is also available as a link through our website at www.bmcobat.org. Again, free of charge. And please leave us a review. We take those very seriously. I'm wondering what Immersa members might be able to do to support your app and its dissemination. By getting out the word, I know that Immersa members are really deeply ingrained into education and training. What I love about Immersa is that it's interdisciplinary. And so we have such a broad reach in talking to colleagues who may be just starting off in treating addiction or with colleagues who don't treat addiction and might have some interest in really helping support education and the reach that we have. If you are able to talk to your colleagues about the app and spread the word. Great. And what are the next steps for your team after developing this amazing app? I think right now you're knee deep in supporting its dissemination, but just wondering if there's anything else on the horizon that we should be on the lookout for. We will be doing a 30-day update of the app. And so right now we are gathering all of the 
feedback that we've gotten from the reviews, as well as making some content edits to the application. So you can expect an update coming shortly. And we hope to continue this iterative process over the next several months based on feedback that we're getting from people who are using the app, as well as what we're seeing in our clinical practice. Just to interject, we are working on other projects, and I don't know if we're at liberty to say if what we're doing. <laughs> I just want to double check. That's so cryptic. I can't wait. <laughs> Part two. Uh, I know. We'll be on the lookout. Well, I just really want to thank both of you for your dedication and hard work. I think this is going to be a truly transformative app, a free, truly transformative app for folks to be using to really transform care for patients with OUD. It's so important. I'm so glad you focused your efforts on this. So on behalf of Immersa and its members, I just really want to thank you for your dedication and just the clear thoughtfulness you've put into this app. Well, thank you for having us and thank you for Immersa for hosting this podcast. And I can't wait to see you at the conference in the fall. Thank you again, Elizabeth and Amarsa, for giving us this platform to talk about the work that we're doing. That was Dr. Andrea Caputo and Annie Potter in conversation with Dr. Elizabeth Oliva on the topic of initiating medications for opioid use disorder. There's an app for that. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about the ATTC Network and the Association for Multidisciplinary Education and Research in Substance Use and Addiction, please visit our websites at attcnetwork.org and immersa.org. For a transcript of this podcast and other related resources, please visit the ATTC Network website. This podcast is supported by funding from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Its contents are solely the responsibility of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of HHS or SAMHSA. Information shared and views expressed reflect the speaker's best understanding of science or promising practices at the time of recording and should not be seen as directives. Content related to privacy and security in 42 CFR Part 2 presented during these sessions should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners are directed to discuss recommendations with their agency's legal counsel. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope that you'll join us again.